On this week's episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss the Tiger Woods car accident, the NBA, what's going on with college basketball, including what the one-and-done rule has done. And we sprinkle in some Major League Baseball and even some boxing talk. I mean, what, once you're broken mentally and you're beaten down year after year after year of losing culture. This is a Lions fan. Yeah. yeah, And a Michigan fan. He's, trust me, I'm beaten down he's by qualified. Blue, yeah, He's qualified to speak on the subject. So, but what, once you once you're beaten down for so long, you can't really recapture that joy. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Let's go, Magic. <laughs> and BJ Thomas. Poor Dorian, always rooting for the underdog. Hey, we'll we'll, we'll get to the Magic in a minute because there was some good there was some good news that came out today about the Magic. But I think we have we have to talk about what happened today in, in L.A. Um, it's just creepy that another February, another um, famous athlete has you know it looks like he's going to be okay. It's just it was really really creepy. Um, and hearing hearing the news about Tiger. Yeah, I um I heard he had multiple leg injuries. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that, that's that's what I heard. Is it, it his injuries are not life threatening, which is no. which is good, but Leg injuries, especially at his age in his his profession. With back injuries that he's had, like he, I would figure he'd be compensating with his legs for what his back has lost over the years. Yeah, so, so I, yeah, I'm not golf pro, but I mean, yeah, he, we we always knew he wasn't going to be back to where he was because where he was was you know the best golfer ever. I don't I don't know if he ever wins another major, especially after after coming out of this. I, honestly, at this point, I hope he can walk again. I hope he can live live a normal life and move on. It would be the third time he had to like rebuild his game, and that's just the professional level there's no telling how many times he's done it when he was a kid so man i don't know that seems tough and like i like we just said like i just said about the the, the back injuries coupled with leg injuries now that's a sport of torque that's a, you know what i mean and you generate all your torque in your core right he just had a rough few years of that it's gonna be tough yeah and and he was one of those that was in the conversation of best championship athlete ever mm-hmm. i mean you, you obviously yeah, you had, absolutely you had you had brady you had um Gretzky, you had Serena Williams, you had Tiger and Michael Phelps. And to hear that, you know, and, and to see the pictures. Now, granted, I, I didn't really want to see the pictures, but when they show them, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm yeah. glad he's okay. I only saw a couple of pictures. I don't look into that stuff too much. And I, I, I think it was somebody on ESPN said, okay, guys, we need to we need to rethink how we do this. We don't need to see pictures. We don't need to see video immediately. Make sure that everyone's okay. Be yeah. respectful. You know, my mom called this a, a long time ago. She said that people are getting desensitized to all this stuff yeah. because the, the media comes out so quick. It mm-hmm. just speeds so fast. It's the rush to be first, not the rush to be right or correct or ethical. I'd I say all the time, first and wrong is still wrong. And it pays, though. That's the problem. Yep. Because they're going to get hits on that website. They're going to get ad dollars from it. It's like it's you can't lose. It's just being out first, and it just it sucks. Didn't the same thing happen with the um uh with Kobe Bryant? It's like as soon as the helicopter crashed, it's like I think TMZ had it up with someone. Well, okay, so the Kobe Bryant thing was was sad in a number of different ways. Obviously, what happened to Kobe was sad just in general. But the officer that was there on site took pictures. Not only did they he sell them to TMZ, but he used those pictures to try to pick up women at bars. Oh my God! What a, what a loser, man. <laughs> What type of ethics? Like, it, it, like, is it dumb? Ooh, okay. Ooh, nothing makes me wet like a mango body. Like, that's yep. disgusting, man. So, like, what are we coming to? What kind of sexual harassment is that? That's sexual harassment of some sort. I, I don't know. Depending I, on how, depending on what he came out of his mouth. I yeah. don't want to find out. <laughs> I, I can imagine, like. <laughs> 
How can no, you no, no, pick up on that? Think it's about that right. man's thought process, and he's allowed to carry a gun in a bag. Like, think about the thought process. Mm. Man, if I show her this dead body, I might get laid. Like, how stupid is that? Like, we're, we're allowing people to do 400 hours of training and get a gun in a badge? Exactly. And you, hey. you force you force a barber to go through 1,500 hours of training? <laughs> <laughs> and he's been cutting hair in his garage for 15 years before he even decided to get licensed? <laughs> hey, there, there are some really stupid people in this world, as evidenced by the Ohio State football over my shoulder. Yes. <laughs> no, there's a difference between stupid and desperate. <laughs> but but speaking of Ohio State, I, I I will admit I actually watched the game on Sunday. It was not only was it a you know great great outcome, you know Michigan actually beat Ohio State. It was a great game just just to watch. I mean, for the first 38 minutes, the largest lead was six points. What I noticed though was the starting lineup. So the starting lineups they had out and. There was one freshman across both teams, four seniors and three three juniors, and the quality of play showed. I know we've talked about it earlier about how the one and dones and how it, what it's affecting college basketball. It showed in that game because everything was fundamentally sound. Pretty much the the entire game was fundamentally sound. There was great ball movement. There were beautiful screens set across pretty much every possession. And the one time, the one time somebody tried to get fancy and do something, you know, trying to showcase their athletic ability, it actually cost them the game because Ohio State was down by three. They they had the ball. Guy tried to do a behind the back pass. Didn't go where it wanted to. Michigan got it and one after it and the rest is history. Doran, you played basketball. You played organized basketball. How much does it piss you off when somebody tries to do something flashy the last couple minutes of the game? Bro, when Unless it's on a wide open like fast break situation. Dude, there was a situation in a game. It was a high school game and one of my teammates decided that he was going to go baseline, right? You had two guys. These guys had to be like 6'4". Why are you going to try to dunk two guys for six four when you had a wide open person shooting three pointers. But this person said, Hey, I'm more athletic than you, and I'm gonna try to dunk on you. And what them happening is the ball slip out of his hands. We end up going to overtime and we lost that game. I won't say that person's name. I'm sure if he listens to this, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But it's just a matter of like a lot of times it's that there's no I in team, but you always have that one individual who thinks that they can be able to come in and say, hey, you know what? I can get the crowd going if I do this and doing that. And it's like, dude, just let's just win. Everything else will fall in line. And that's one of the reasons why so many people revere Michael Jordan. It's like Michael Jordan played to win the game. Yes, he was spectacular. He did the dunks and all of the acrobatic layups and shit like that. But the thing about it is, Jordan's main goal was, I want to win and I want to beat you. And then everything just came, you know, came together. So Yeah, the, the thing with Jordan is, I mean, everybody remembers the shot against the Lakers. Everybody mm-hmm. remembers him switching hands midair against the Lakers. He wasn't doing that to show off. He was doing that because right. he was the only way he can get the ball up. Absolutely. And that's what people forget. Absolutely. It's about allowing the game to come to you. And like you said, AK, um, a lot of these college kids, like what I'm watching, a lot of them, they don't let the game come to them. They're like, okay, I know I'm on ESPN. I know everybody's watching. So let me, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a behind the back pass, even though it's going, you know, the other way, but whatever. I'm going to try to dribble between two people. I saw a game, uh, I think it was I think it was North Carolina and Duke a couple of weeks ago, and it's like a Duke player. Well, first off, I can see why Duke isn't playing well because it's like you could tell those players all have the same mentality. I'm trying to get mine, however I can. And one of the uh, guards was trying to drill between two people. It's like Mike Shashevsky is like, I don't know if I want to keep coaching this kid because like he kept what? telling him move the ball, but he's like, nope, I can out dribble everyone, so I'm just going to try to drill between two people. It's funny you mentioned Duke. It's funny you mentioned Duke because you you know what has happened the past couple past week or so. Duke Duke has gone on a four-game winning streak. Do you know what changed right before that? Oh, boy, decided to... Uh, <laughs> yep, Jalen Johnson left the team. Jaylen and all, now, magically, they're playing much better. 
exactly. How often does Duke have a star player lead the team? When when they were winning championships, I mean they they had their Leitners, they had their Grant Hills, but mm-hmm. they weren't the showcase of the team. Yeah, I mean last last no sorry not last year two years ago they had Zion. He was the face of college basketball. But mm-hmm. other than that, they haven't really had a superstar. You know, and when they did Kyrie, you know he was out halfway through the season. But also too, yes, he's got a thing for bipolar point guards. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, Duke, the thing about it is like back in the day, I think the only closest person that they had super, like showboating superstar was Grant Hill. But even he played within the confine of the offense. And I don't you remember know? Grant Hill showboating at all. Now, granted, my memory is not what it used to be, but I don't remember him being flashy. I remember him being sound. Right. But but as far as like him, like he had that quick first step to where it's as soon as he's gone, he's up in the air, he's dunking on someone. Uh, You know, he's making the right pass. So I was saying like Duke has never been known for a team that had flashy players until like I would say towards like maybe the mid 2000s who was the guy they had well Jay Williams he wasn't flashy no um yeah I would say that they really haven't had a they didn't really do start doing the flashy players until probably 2015 2014 somewhere in there would you consider Kyrie to be flashy though he didn't really play right but the times that he did he he showed some wow factor when he played those what 10 games Maybe I think it was like 15 or 16, but yeah, I mean, he would have every so often he would have a a play that would be like, Oh my goodness, wow! And he's like, Okay, you know, you're showing off your athletic ability, that's great, but I mean, what what did they get him? They didn't win the title that year. They didn't win the title with Zion. They're sure as hell not winning the title this year. <laughs> and and so it, it was the the teams when they had the Leitners, the Hills, the Shires, you know, the, it was a team game. And I know we've talked about this in the past is Duke has always been the, I'm going to get a Plumley down below, whether it's one of the 20 Plumley brothers and surround them with shooters. That was, that was their game. And now they're they, a huge white guy here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But now, now they've moved into this you know, flash of athleticism and it, doesn't really work and it's great for ratings great for recruiting but doesn't work for championships and i i know i, I mentioned about the starting lineup of, of the game on sunday and you don't forget that was number three versus number four so these are teams that have, that are consistently winning this year you look at number one gonzaga i didn't get a chance to look at their starting lineup i believe there is mostly upper upperclassmen as well yeah. I believe baylor's the same way there's a reason for this absolutely i agree um also too um even with with iowa i think uh, the I think oh Garza is amazing. Underclassman, what what is uh what's his name? Luca Luca Garza. He's freaking yeah, Garza. amazing. Yeah. What is he? Is he a junior or senior? I want to say he's a senior. Yeah. Uh, redshirt senior. Yeah. I don't think he's a redshirt. They don't really redshirt in in basketball. Yeah. Not anymore. But you. But his skills, sound wise, is like like his post up game. The the way that he backs the person down and and the way that he feels the person that's behind him. He knows which way to go. Like that's a testament to like you said, AK being in the system for a long time and that development and a lot of these young players they're not getting that development like like we talked about uh in in the last show about these uh young players they're coming out and they have the aau mentality shoot 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 shoot, dribble dribble dunk play a little bit of defense you know when when the game was online if that so yeah and and it was ironic in in the michigan ohio state game the one freshman i talked about was was dickinson from from michigan and that's a grown man out there that's a grown white dude out there yeah you know and and 
I know they're I know they're hyping the, the Dickinson versus Garza matchup. I believe it's Thursday, and they should because yeah. that is old school big man basketball, and that it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, but when they get to the league, are they going to be used properly or used at all, or are they just going to turn into like a rebounding outlet passing robot? Well, I think that's the thing with, with Dickinson. I, I I don't think Dickinson's going to go to the NBA this year. He, he could. He'd be a second round draft pick because you're right. His game doesn't translate as well. You know, and Garza, there's a reason why Garza's not in the NBA right now. He he could, but his game doesn't translate. He needs to go to the right system. He needs to go to a system like the Spurs mm-hmm. or even the Celtics with with Brad Stevens, a coach or that Utah. understands because how I, to... You know people are getting amazed at Jokic for shit that we grew up watching, like yeah. Patrick Ewing do yeah. and David Robinson do and, and Sabonis. Sabonis. But, like, I mean, he's a better passer than some of those guys, but as far as, like, almost a triple-double most nights, like, yeah, I mean, we got used to that. We were spoiled. We came up in the land of the Giants. And every sport is cyclical. Every sport goes through these cycles, uh, you know, because essentially what happens— I was just going to say, don't you think we're kind of— we're coming to the point where our uh, our heroes are about to get phased out, like Shashevsky and Bayheim and Roy Williams. Like the game's changing, but we may be seeing where Shashevsky's not ready to keep up with the evolution of the game. In this, he's slowing in the transition. Like he hasn't. Yeah. Well, and and, and Shashevsky's fallen to the trap of I need to do this quickly. Like I I need to yeah. to be competitive every single year. I need to be flashy. I need to I need the quick fix. And as we've seen in pretty much every sport, and as we've seen in the country, quick fixes don't work. And if you right. try to try to put them together, you're going to fail. And that's what's surprising about, about Jawan Howard in Michigan. Beeline didn't leave the cupboard bare, but he completely changed the culture and changed the, the style of play. And look at him now. And I, I think Krzyzewski, I, I, BJ, I think you're right. I think the game has passed him by and he's trying to, to patchwork it instead of just going back to what, what has worked for 20 or 30 years for him. But you can't, like Beheim, for example, you can't zone people that can shoot from half court. Oh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, what and are you going to do against Clay Thompson? They'll keep backing up. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing with Syracuse is they they were so good because you didn't have as many shooters. No. You know, we, we talked about that thing. You know, they would, when they would go against a team like a Duke or a Michigan or you know a, a team that could, that could actually shoot from beyond the arc or West Virginia, for example, when when Beeline was there, they they could shoot them out of the zone. And I I remember you know there there were no, some they, games they wouldn't leave the zone. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, they were they don't leave the zone. <laughs> <laughs> they might change it. There might be a tweak, but they don't leave it. But That's what as, I liked about it. As these shooters are getting better and better and better and longer and longer and longer the, the zone just isn't going to work anymore because i mean yeah not everyone's gonna be stuff you know Steph curry and and pull up from mid you know mid court and say, i'm just gonna shoot it from here oh look it went in but you're gonna have the guys like trey young that think they can and they think they can make it from 30 feet consistently they all like trey young oh I, I i do not like his game I, I i know espn and fox have this you know fascination with trey young i do not like his game i never have even when he was at oklahoma mm. you talk about flashy yeah. you talk about not fundamentally sound look look at his box scores especially in oklahoma like, he'd have seven eight nine turnovers a game he's like if julian newman grew up <laughs> I, I don't know if adam got that reference i did but... julian newman is uh, yep. he's actually a pretty good basketball player that was not blessed with the body to do so what is he like five six seven if that yeah he's, yeah, tiny. Yeah, he's five seven he's five seven now but he's got really good handles and he's super aggressive and he can score but like he just wasn't blessed with the body to do it and he's going up against people that 
there, blessed with the body to do it, and it doesn't doesn't work well for him a lot. He winds up in some physical situations. You know, I think that um, uh, I think that success should uh, you know, take a page out of Mark Few's book. Man, I mean, I don't know how Mark Few is able to. Well, I kind of idea how he's able to have Gonzaga as good as they are, but it's like Mark Few. He didn't change his game plan. He's like, I'm gonna be me. If they come, fine. If not, we're gonna be consistent. And the Gonzaga has been consistent. Wackerman for the last what 12 years? More than that. Okay, when when we were graduating high school back in 99, yes, we are old. That was the year that Gonzaga started their run. When they beat Florida in the tournament, that was in 99. I don't think they've missed the tournament since. Was it Dan Dickow? Yeah, Dan Dickow and Luke Rittenauer? No, no, Luke Rittenauer went to... He went to Arizona. Luke Rittenauer? He went to Oregon. Yeah, I think he went to Oregon. Okay. Dan Dickow was, as I think, that 99-2000 or 98-99 year, it was Dan Dickow. And it was actually a guy from Ocala... By the name of Anthony Reasons, he went to um, Ocala Vanguard High School. I think he was their sixth man, and he went to um, he chose Gonzaga over uh, University of Florida. But yeah, that, that's when they that's when they started all this. And success breeds success. You know, ki- kids saw them, hey, then, you know, hey, they got deep in the tournament. Okay, cool. And then they kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and they kept winning their conference. I mean, honestly, I can't remember the last time they didn't win their regular season conference. A couple, I know a couple of years. I know St. Mary's won, and I think Pepperdine, but usually it's Gonzaga always yeah then no you know from what i remember and then you know haven't looked it up they normally win the regular season and the, the tournaments you know st mary's or somebody will, will will catch them it's like kansas it's like kansas was you know they they would win the regular season conference in the in the big 12 constantly and then like you know, a team might clip them in, in the conference tournament that's just throwing them a bone we're gonna let one of the other bums get in this tournament but and, and and see the thing with the Gonzaga is you could almost say that they've outgrown their conference and they don't care they just don't care oh well, would they, they he, they've gotten their recognition regardless. So yeah, I mean, they play the good teams. They play the good games. They're on TV. Doesn't matter to them. So so w- l- let me get this straight. So a team can be small, play from a in a small conference, and still compete for the national title. Can can, can we put this? Like model in football too. <laughs> I don't know about football, brother. Um, I mean, now what's the school? It, it's a school. Uh, maybe you guys know it's a school to where I think they're Division three, and they've won like I think twenty years straight or something like that. Mount is it Mount Union? Is that the school? Mount is Union football college? Yeah, yeah, in football. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's. I think it's Mount Union, and they haven't won. A, they haven't won con, um, consecutively a, a lot, but they're always there. They're always in the yeah. title game. Um, yeah, and. And they're like, why do we need to move up? I mean, yeah, yeah. where you so, know, we are sustaining our our business model with right. tuition and with the, the little TV money we have. Why do we care? You know, and, and essentially, right. if you move up, you have to allocate certain number of scholarships to sports. And they're like, we don't want to do that. Yeah, but if they were to move up, well, wouldn't the scholarship count grow for them? Or well. It's it's the scholarship requirement. So right now, I mean, you know, they can they can offer those scholarships however they want. Um, but at certain at the division levels, you have to you have to offer a certain number of scholarships. And they're like, we just can't afford to do that. So like in Division One in football, for example, I believe you have to offer eighty five scholarships. Division Two, um, F, FCS, I believe it's sixty. Um, y'all can look at look up the numbers if you want. So doesn't mean they ha- they can't offer more than that, but that's what they have to offer, and yeah. that's okay. that's money that's leaving the door because if they offer the scholarship, that's that's tuition that they're not getting. Fucking shocking! It all comes down to money. 
Everything comes down to the money. All about money, no. you know. And, and you and you've got some schools, you know. Hey, you know, we're going to offer these kind of scholarships, these kind of scholarships. And you get some schools are like, oh yeah, I know EA wants to do a football game. We don't want part of it because we don't want our athletes getting paid. Mm-hmm. You guys hear about this? There's there's a Division One school. I'll let you figure out the name of it. No, I know who it is. It's those pieces of shit up in the South Bend. I know who it is. <laughs> Mister One Foot In and Out of a Conference, sons of bitches. I know who it is. I saw that article. I just didn't want to put their name out there. I didn't want to give them any kind of advertising or anything. Even if it's only to six people, I don't want those six people thinking about those people. Well, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, at least half our audience completely agrees with, with that sentiment that you have against that school. So it's all good. All, all that ta- all that tax-free money, and they're still worried about money, sons of bitches. I know, right? That's beyond me, man. They should just paint a dollar sign on that golden dome and just call it a day. They should. Just, just paint touchdown jeans. Well, you know what? That's probably why the colors are green. That's what it is. They should paint... They should have touchdown Jesus make it rain. Like they should drop dollar bills from his hand. He hung out with whores. <laughs> these, that was hilarious. These jokes are gonna have to get weaker and weaker as we go. You know this, right? We're gonna have to get watered down. Just... You can want to say whores so many times before it's like catches up with you. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, to shift gears for a moment, um, I was watching the video with with Cam Newton. He was at his football camp, <laughs> and that kid was just like going in on him. It's like, dude, I would have first off, I wouldn't even went back and forth. I would have just kicked him out. It probably paid a couple of uh kids to you know beat him up or something. Uh, but in all seriousness, it's just like, where have we gone to a society to where you're going to someone else's establishment and being able to disrespect a person like that? Okay, so th- there there's two things with that. A um, I completely agree with you. If you're going to pay money to go to an event hosted by somebody, you're, you're giving that person money to get tutelage from them. You need to be respectful of them. Okay. He's just trying to get his money's worth. On the flip side of that, you know, you have to be able to to take criticism. So, I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword, but yes. Uh, and, criticism and, 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 and dismissing a man's total body of work is two different things. Well, in that, in that environment. He called, it, he called him trash. He didn't say you were trash last year. He said you were trash, period. Well, well, okay, so ass. He's like, bro, you hey, can't, bro, your ass, look, bro. But we aren't. What we aren't going to do is act like Cam Newton didn't mean what he meant when he said, "Where's your daddy?" He meant what he meant. <laughs> he was not. He was not talking about. I want to talk to him. He was like, "You haven't seen that motherfucker ever." <laughs> Like, that's what he was saying. So we're not going to act like he didn't say that. I've heard that at basketball courts, at football fields, in cafeterias. Where's your daddy? I know what he was saying. You can kiss my ass if you said, I want to have a man-to-man talk. Shit. Nobody knows who that is. That's what you're trying to say. Can't have a man-to-man talk with a ghost. I said the same thing. I'm like, bro, you know damn well his dad's not there. You know exactly what he said. Where's your dad? I will talk to a grown man. And and then he goes, then he goes, where's your pappy? And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I know what you're doing. You're railing uh, on him for being from a single parent household. Nice. Exactly. Classic. He's like, he's like, I'm rich. I'm rich though. Where's your dad? Well, where's the grown man? Where, where, where's hey, <laughs> when that kid goes, you're about to be broke. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just like everybody else. <laughs> oh man. But see, and, and, and that's my point is you know, people have to be able to take criticism and and trash talk and all and all that. You know, you know, it, it's part of the job. However, in that setting, in that specific setting, 
that child needed to be escorted out and never invited back because okay. there was a certain level of respect when you go to a person's event to get tutelage from them you have to show them respect is it is it out of line or not politically correct for me to say that he was getting attention from cam that he wasn't getting from his father <laughs> 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 oh, you might be onto something there, BJ. Ooh, that dollar store psychiatry boy—it's fun to listen to. Isn't it? <laughs> but see, and, and here's the problem: is, you know that that kid's going to a football camp. Obviously, yeah. he he thinks he's he's got good football skills, and he should move on in in a football career, whether it's high school or college or whatever. That's going to stick with him. Whatever coach sees him in high school or college or whatever, especially in college, they're not going to want him because they're going to good enough to get the SEC. Somebody will sign him. They don't care. They'll be like, <laughs> They'll be like, he scored 50 touchdowns on us one year. We'll take you. <laughs> Nick Saban to sign him. Yeah. yeah. I hate oh, Auburn. Did you say sign or pay him? <laughs> <Big> quarterback. <laughs> did, did, did you say uh, Saban was going to sign him or Saban was going to pay him? I don't know. Oh. He writes, <laughs> him, 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 him and Krzyzewski write the checks out of the same bank, so it don't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't, don't you think he's getting in more than just Russian mother you're wondering? <laughs> hey, I, I can't wait till the book comes out about Belichick, Krzyzewski, and Saban. Boy, hey, my my life dream is to work at a job where they pay off my mortgage. <laughs> well, I mean, call your mortgage company, see if they're hiring, <laughs> and just don't take a salary. That's the only way that's like logically going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because because sure as hell I'm not going to be on the football field, and, yeah. and somehow and somehow that's legal. Somehow it's completely legal for them to say if you stay here, we will pay for your mortgage, we will pay for your house, and yet it's not legal for Reggie Bush to take it, you know additional cream cheese on his bagel or Des Bryant to uh, have lunch with Deion Sanders. He lost the whole season for that shit for lying about having lunch because he was scared he didn't get in trouble yeah and didn't um terrell Pryor from uh ohio state didn't he get caught up with signing autographs or something like that no what okay so what he did is sold jerseys he sold jerseys for free tattoos oh I see the barter system's what made this country great yeah and, all out to the west well it's, and see that was the thing is that the tattoo five or six i forget how many people got caught up in it it wasn't so much the the crime of selling their the golden pants if you will for lying about it Michigan. it was lying about it Trying to cover it up and trying to cover it up via email. Yeah, but Mark Emmert and all those assholes lie all the time and nobody takes money from them. It's because they control or, or the money. Or damages their career or anything like that. It's kind of crazy how that works. It seems like if you're old, rich, and white that you can do things that young black men can't. I don't you're know. You're just now catching up know. on this? I don't know. I could be crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw this thing that was funny. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but it says, if it says pay, um, punishable by fine, that means legal for rich people. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you just do whatever the hell you want. Throw them a couple thousand dollars. Like, all right. Well, I mean, it's it's not an uncommon occurrence for an organization to bend or flat out break the rules, make a crap ton of money, and pay the fine of less than the money that they made. Yes. I mean, I I want to say it was. I think it was Chase Bank. It it could be Bank of America. I forget which bank. Is they went through. I'm sorry. It was um, Wells Fargo. They went through and did some horrible auditing and basically just ignored a whole bunch of regulations. Made I think it was like three or four billion dollars because they skirted the regulations. Well, the SEC caught them as well. They should. They, and they fined him three billion. It's like, wait a second. Mm. They netted a billion and a half. What's the top to stop them from doing it again? And it's the same with colleges. Okay, great. I cheated. I won a championship. I got all the money from the championship, from the endorsements, from the jersey sales and all that kind of fun stuff. Oh, you're going to find me and, and punish me five years down the line? Do I have to get the money back? No. Okay, cool. Can I do it again? 
Yeah, no, but you will. You know. I mean, pe- people forget the reason why Alabama has Nick Saban as a coach right now. And pe- people completely forget that his first year at Alabama, first of all, he lost to UCF. Second of all, the reason why they were so crappy because they're coming off um, sanctions and suspensions from the NCAA because they were cheating their ass off and they got caught and they weren't as good as they are now to get away with it. Who was their coach then? I want to say Mike Shula. Shula. Yeah, yeah. Shula. I believe it was Shula. Mike Shula. And before him, it was, uh, I can't think of the guy. I think he went up to uh he's in a Pac-12 now, I think. But but yeah, but, but it was Mike Shula. Because back then, yeah, yeah, the, the SEC meant more, but they couldn't get away with it with what they can now. And now you can literally have a murderer on your roster and no one cares. Didn't Brandon Spikes uh fire an AK 47 into an occupied dwelling his last year on campus and missed one game against like Southwest Central Missouri State? I'm sure. I mean Jameis Winston flat out raped a girl and missed the first half of a game. Oh, that's that's disturbing, yeah. Oh, I mean, we, we don't we don't want to talk about it, but it, it's true. I mean, if you're good for the community with sports, you're able to get away with pretty much anything, yeah. anything. Look at look at Baylor football team. The yeah. only reason why Art Browles is not still there is because they got caught. Yeah. Yeah. And if you take that situation and move it to Norman, Oklahoma, Austin, Texas or Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the outcome's completely different. Same situation. Outcome's completely different. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact, like when I played uh, basketball in high school, we ate a whole season for free at, I think, Sonny's Barbecue and at McDonald's. Oh, like, living we the high never, life there. <laughs> we mm. never paid for anything. They're trying to turn y'all into football players. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, it was fascinating because it was like, I remember after the game going in and people were lining up to pay their money. And like they had an exclusive line for all the basketball players. I know you guys come here. We're going to give you your food for free. And people are looking like, wait a minute, like why this guy did come up here and <laughs> for free and get whatever he wants. And I'm sitting here with money in my hand. You guys making me wait. But it, it just made me think about it. It's just like if you're an athlete and if you're good at something or you're on a winning team, regardless of where you are, like there's going to be a group of people or businesses that are going to cater to you. And I can imagine, yeah. that's just me on a high school level. I can imagine what's happening in in, uh, in college. And that's the entire reason why the NCAA exists, okay? I mean, as much as we brag on them, as much as they deserve it, that's the reason why the NCAA exists. Is because as long as you're good at sports, people will try to take advantage of that. And, you know, and if you say, hey, come to Duke, um, we'll give you the, this extra for free that you wouldn't get at North Carolina. Come to come to Alabama, we'll give this extra if you, you know, instead of going to Auburn. That, that exists back when the NCAA wasn't a thing. And that's why it exists today. Now, the problem is, is that the regulations that they have were written back in the 20s, the 1920s, and they don't, they're not valid today. They don't make any sense in today's society and instead of like changing with the times you know like you're supposed to um they're like most every other business and they they just go well this is the way it's always been and they they don't move forward and again and i I made the joke about the cream cheese and yes a player can get suspended if they have too much cream cheese on a bagel that's crazy because even the bible keeps evolving to take people's money Uh, I'm gonna cut our listen. I'm gonna cut our listener base in thirds. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're not naming people. When you start naming people, that's when it's gonna get cut down. It's like Joe Osteen's and the rest of the. Oh, fuck just go, just do it now. <laughs> fuck, fuck, Joe, right. fuck Joe Osteen. <laughs> Gee, I bet you he went down there the night before that storm hit and welded those doors shut. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's all fake snow. Oh, look, look. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know. 
that snow turns into a gas when it's introduced to fire. I thought it would turn into a liquid also. I, I really did. But I don't think I would have thought it was fake if I found that out. I might have been like, oh, this is something I don't understand. Maybe I should look it up. And everybody's like, no, Jesus. Like, God, dude. it's fake. The government did it. It's the devil's trying to punish us. They didn't even make real snow. They made snow made out of propane. <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> we should let them secede. I don't know why we keep fighting them. It's just the oil. It's the only fucking reason. It's the oil. There's no good reason to keep them in the country. You know what we should do? We should really let them secede and then go take it back. I no, you know what? I won't be surprised if, if Texas uh, departed away from the United States. I can see the cartels taking over Texas. I, I, I just I have a really simple question. So quick. A really simple question. If Texas if Texas leaves the United States, by the way, it's ne- never gonna happen. But if they do, do we still have to call the Dallas Cowboys America's team? Because I want to stop doing that just now in general. <laughs> <laughs> this from a Michigan fan. <laughs> Wait to hear what BG gotta say on this. That was a good one. <laughs> He's trying to burn me. I'm not going to burn me. I'm not getting upset. I don't care. I don't care. They have to change their name, especially if they get taken over by Shut Mexico. up. You're talking about things that don't happen. Y'all are just mad because neither y'all would be a negotiable asset in either, in either situation. They would the, the Lions or Jaguars wouldn't even brought up in the fucking conversation. They'd just be like, you can have them. We don't care. Well, at least we'll have a chance to be America's team. You guys are going to Mexico, so we're that path. It would be more likely that the Cowboys would leave Texas to join America than you guys ever being an American team. There's, there's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do other than offer free blowjobs at halftime. Like there's no, you have you have no route to being America's team. Neither one of you. Neither one of you. There's no. I couldn't see you fucked up Barry Sanders. You fucked up Megatron. Uh, that's impossible. You just don't deserve humans anymore. You should have to play like farm animals or something. And then like the Jaguars are such a fucking laughing stock of the team. They're third in a team in a na- in a state of shit team. Like until last year, you were fucking third in a team like shit team. Third. I mean, to uh, be no. fair, we are the no. youngest team in Florida. If you want to be technical, so you should on top be more of that, athletic. and, and it's been proven that can, we've had. Can Cleveland have that same kind of excuse? Hey, we're the youngest team in the NFL. We haven't been around that long. No, you're still shit. Yeah. Whoa, 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 wait. Lions fans can't talk because I can tell you, I, we've, the Jaguars had more winning seasons than the Lions. We can look at it up right now. And technically, we've had probably more winning seasons than the Bucks too. So basically, we would be second in, in the state of Florida instead of. You don't have two Super Bowls, though. Yeah, I mean, fact, no, I mean, y'all I mean, never, y'all ain't never seen. We would Super go Bowl. to, we would go to Super Bowl too. We had Tom Brady and the plethora of fucking, <laughs> ops, I mean, weapons. Yeah. Got. There's a reason why you don't because he didn't want to go there. Y'all had a two thousand off either. Y'all had a two thousands off. Back in 1998, couldn't figure out how to make that shit work. I mean, that's Tom Coughlin's fault, but for some reason, he figured it out with the Giants. So I don't know what. Maybe it's because the Giants don't suck like the Jags do. I mean, well, it depends <laughs> on who you ask. Look, you can't walk into a fight with your hands above your heads and expect not to get hit in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Saying dumb shit like that. We figured it out with the Giants. Oh, don't worry. BJ won't say anything about that. <laughs> 
but again, I mean, when it comes to winning championships, it's about it's about luck and about discipline. I mean, skill too, but pretty much luck. Oh, skill the, too? I, yeah, the, the guy know. that just won has won like seven of them. I was about so to say, it's, yeah, skill is pretty good. Yeah. I don't think it's luck. What? Seven, you trying luck to tell is the luck um, is the residue of preparation? He, he picked uh, this quarterback? team. He he picked this team. Right. He, he, picked, he chose this team. That's not luck. If he would have got hurt, the Bucks would not win the Super Bowl. We know that, right? Is that fair they to just, say? They still had a better record than the Jaguars. But they would not make it to the Super Bowl. And and think about not, it. Okay, neither would have Kansas City if Mahomes had gotten hurt. What's the what's your fucking point? Right. My fucking point is that it takes luck. The reason why they made that far is because Mahomes and Brady didn't get hurt. And they were able to stay lucky and stay healthy until... They got to the Super Bowl. That's what Let me saying. ask you something. In what other area would you say something was lucky seven times? In any other area, you'd call yourself a fucking idiot for saying, wow, he was lucky seven times. <laughs> no. <laughs> when no one's ever done it seven times. <laughs> No one's ever done it five times, four times. Bradshaw's got three, right? It's like saying Barry, Barry Bonds was lucky he hit nothing but fastballs for 700-something home runs. Look, there's no telling what was in his she shake. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said it was, low Sosa, it was the cream that him, he wrote. Him, McGuire, and Sosa were turning line drive doubles into fucking 500-foot home runs. It was crazy. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about that. The only thing I respect is their hand-eye coordination. Everything else is bullshit. <laughs> Hey, b- baseball is the only that's... sport where you can be successful 30% of the time and be considered one of the best of all time. Baseball is yeah. the only sport where you can uh, grab your nuts 30% of the time and consider to be successful too. Yeah. How is that next? <laughs> not sexual harassment for all the females in, in the audience. So, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw about um, Fernando Tatis's contract. I, I know we, we kind of mentioned that it, it was, it, it's ridiculous. It was like 14 years, no. three, $340 million. You know, no the human is worth that. Well, here, here's what's really funny though. I'm talking about, you know, taking advantage of, of, of people. You know, he's not going to get the full th- uh, $340 million, right? Yeah, I read it's Baseball, how? Well, because he signed with an agency when, when he was in the minor leagues where no. they basically um, loan you money. And if no. you hit. And if you sign a, a major league contract, whatever it is, they get a percentage of that based on how much money they, they loan you on the. Scamming ass bastards. Yep. So now, granted, I mean, I, I don't for sorry for him. Your father, your father is a major league baseball player. How did he allow this to happen? Now, and, and no, you know, what, I need that answered. I need that answered. He went through this. How did he allow this to happen? I don't know. Is he a piece of shit father? <laughs> no, you no, you cost me sixty eighty million dollars. That's a lot different than sixty thousand, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> $60 million, you cost me a chunk of money I got to give to nobody for doing nothing. That Dude, I would rather buy my dog a $60 million dog house. He does something. He comes over, lets me pet him, calms me, barks sometimes, yeah. lets me know people are coming. Like, he does shit. Those fucking agents don't do anything. Agents are like real estate agents. They're unnecessary. They're there because you're fucking lazy. You can do everything a real estate agent can do if you had the time and effort. They just take their little cut because you're fucking lazy. You don't feel like running all over and filing paperwork everywhere. And and that's why we have eye brokers nowadays. Now, but what Tatis did was, was smart. He, he took that loan from the agency when he was in the minor leagues and went, okay, I am not going to use this money for food or anything like that. I'm making enough money from my minor league contract and from my rich dad. I'm going to do it to invest in myself. He took that loan that he got, built a better uh, workout arena, got better coaches so he can, you know, kind of fix his game better. And it paid off. Now, the problem with him is once his contract is over, he's not going to sign another one. There's this is the last contract. There's people in Puerto Rico that play with wadded up socks as baseballs and they come out just fine. Like, I don't understand why. I don't know. I don't know why you felt at that age that the million dollar gym was necessary. It seems like a weird play that only that only somebody that had millions of dollars to fall back on. Worst comes to worst, dad's got me. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm serious. Like, imagine Dorian being like, look, I'm going to gamble my whole future in millions of dollars on a workout gym because I'm not quite there. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, see, Dorian's out that got that kind of money where he can he, he can fall back on things, so it's all oh, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. shit! All right, Dorian. We know who's paying for lunch. We know who's paying for the first first, uh, first post COVID lunch. <laughs> Man, I wish. But 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 to your point, that's like um, Vlad Guerrero and um, and other players from the Caribbean. A lot of times, what they do is in off season, they go back to where they're from. And they just work every day. They they hit. They play. They just like kind of like, play, like some play in their home leagues, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They don't, league, yeah. yeah. Some go back and play in their home leagues and stuff. That, I think that's crazy. That must be awesome for the people on the islands to be like, holy shit! Their major league baseball is coming back to play all summer with us or all winter well, with us. That's cool. I mean, even the retired ones go go back and play. I mean, that's yeah. that. Unfortunately, that's how Big Poppy got shot last year. I, I wonder if that's like the Rucker part of uh, Caribbean baseball type thing, where you go back and you get in that league and you just get to show off your talents and the stuff you're doing in Major League Baseball. It's like a little Rucker Park down there. I'm 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 sure that the pickup games and the sandlot games are, are great because yes. hey, you you've got all these guys that like I just want to play like I just yeah, want to go out there and, they, and they've got the skills to make it in Major League Baseball and like I just want to go play. I was gonna say, but my issue with with bas- baseball versus basketball is if you just got a bunch of guys like like the Space Jam pickup games that they had, the games are gonna be great. The the pickup baseball games, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see all these great players. They're not gonna be as intriguing as a pickup basketball game with NBA stars that's just randomly gotten together. No, there's an hour and 15 minutes of not grabbing an all baseball league. That's why it's not so, Okay, BJ, I really don't want to know what your obsession with nuts are, so... No, it drives me nuts. nuts. It drives me nuts that you see these guys adjusting their nuts and spitting for an hour and 15 minutes of fucking game. And then it turns into a three-hour game. Like, I don't understand it. I understand why football is three hours. These guys are getting in car accidents. They need to stand around for a fucking second. I get it. I don't know why you're standing around. You don't run. I don't get it. And it just frustrates me. It's one of nut grabbing and spitting and whispering <laughs> through their groves and shit. I don't want to see your conversations. I don't care you're talking to each other. Shut the fuck up. Pitch the ball. Act like I'm crazy. <laughs> suck. It is. I used to enjoy watching it. I watched it when I was younger. The games were like two and a half hours at worst, you know? It's yeah. just, now, what do, you, what do you think that is? I mean, obviously they, they've been, you know, spitting and nut grabbing and all that kind of fun stuff for decades and centuries. It's gotten a lot worse. And with regard the timing now i you, bj you're right back when we were growing up a baseball game two and a half three hours tops you get all nine innings in you knew kind of what you were getting into and it was fine now these games are going for four and a half hours for a nine inning game i just don't know why you're standing around you don't run but i guess my question is why is it so elongated i don't know it's got to be more talking maybe people just need to shut the fuck up i don't understand i mean it could it could it be just the the well, look, massive amount of analytics? It it doesn't take the baseball faster to get to the mound. It doesn't no. take a baseball faster to get from home plate to the outfield. So it's all the horse shit. But the horse shit's been around for a century. It's elongated. Like people, I don't know if you got a bunch of chatterboxes up there right now or something. Or his ADHD taking over, where the pitcher just like starts staring at the light. No, the ADHD is in the stands, where the fans are tuning out. And they've got their phones, and that that's actually why they're looking to put up um, fencing because people aren't paying attention and get hit by. Yeah. Balls. Honestly, I think it's because they they've taken collateral analytics. damage. That's an entertaining part of cell phone usage. I don't really have a problem <laughs> with that. If you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to a baseball game and sit in the foul ball area and play on your phone, you deserve to get hit by a fucking foul ball. Maybe even a bat if it gets catch loose. You never know. I don't know. Oh, hilarious! I've seen bats go into the stands before. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's taking out like three people. But I mean, ba- baseball nowadays, it's all about the. I know I keep bringing it up. It's all about the analytics. Is 
can this guy get on base any way they know how? I mean, it used to be the olden days. Yes, walks were important because you got people on base. There was always something going on. But now every at bat is eight so to you're ten saying pitches. The bats are taking longer. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it's, Do you think you we're know, having diminishing baseball talent? Do you think we're having people hitters that aren't as talented as hitters used to be? No, I don't think or, I don't think it's. Or, I are think they it's pitching harder? Are they pitching harder? And so it's a little harder to. I mean, the bigger and more the the bigger and stronger pitchers get, the harder they're going to pitch. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you this: that when we were growing up, there was no Rodgers Chapman's throwing 107 miles an hour. No, Randy Johnson was it. Randy and uh, Randy and uh, Roger Clemens. Those are the yeah. two guys who are like, ooh, and Nolan Ryan. Excuse me. And I I remember watching John Crook go against Randy Johnson and just duck and just like I'm out. Ooh. The All Star game where he switched sides of the plate for batting helmet. He's like, screw yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. Ain't gonna pitch. You ain't pitching me inside. They're Ryan Johnson's out there killing birds with pitches. Killing birds, obliterating birds. I think it was, it was the episode. Remember the show Back to the Jackass? <laughs> I think it was Steve-O. He allowed um, Randy Johnson to throw a hundred something mile an hour fastball at his balls. I'm like, dude, you're That's gonna die. That's right at BJ's alley, apparently. <laughs> Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this is Randy Johnson. Do you know who, who's throwing at your balls right now? He's just sitting there like, oh, my God, laughing. Like, dude, you're going to get a fucking hernia. You're going to die. And no. Randy Johnson's like, you guys pay me to do this shit? All right. And my like, my only obsession with nuts is when they're wasting my fucking time. Other than that, I don't have an obsession <laughs> with nuts, Adam. So let's clarify that. If they're not wasting my fucking time, I don't care. If they're wasting my time, I got a fucking problem with nuts. Especially if the nuts are causing the problem. Like, get them out of your hands. Pick the baseball up. So, so fuck you and your nut reference. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was crazy. Uh, yeah, Methamphetamine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Yeah, we, we would we would know. Man. I mean, we, we all grew up in Leesburg, so. I moved a 92-year-old lady in with her meth head relatives today. That was oh, tough man. to see. That ought to be fun. Guys out there flying a kite and fucking... I've never seen a 45-year-old man fly a kite by himself listening to Metallica. <laughs> like a scene from a movie. Yeah, I, I've seen that movie. And then, and it then, didn't end well. And then, he, and then he gets in his van and starts... He Get this. Gets in a van, produces drumsticks from said van, and then continues to drum to the Metallica on his steering wheel. We're all looking around like... Let's get the fuck out of here. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting day. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, I can imagine. Did he have long hair? Uh, No, but it was recently dyed a nice even brown. There's not one odd color in his head. It's all a, like a nice... Like a nice stained wood brown. Hey, it, anyone with hair color. is my hero, so... <laughs> yeah, I, me too. Like, if you got most of it, hey... Good for you. <laughs> I'm hanging on to what I got for a few more years. Oh, but yeah, uh, yes, what an interesting day. Not sports related, but yeah, it's all good. And so anytime I, you can see a meth addict drum on a steering wheel, drumsticks, and then fly a kite. What a day. Yeah, what a day. So I, I, I sent you guys um, the, the playoff odds. I mean, the, the season hasn't even started yet, and they've already come up with playoff odds for the baseball teams. I saw that. And the yeah. Dodgers are way too high. I don't think anybody preseason should be ranked that high. That's stupid. Anybody anywhere in any game. 97% well, chance. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, that, that roster is stacked. And yeah. so We're West Coast Yankees. That's what we yeah. do, stack roster. But we've been doing that for one year and only have one title show. We've been doing that for years and only have one title show for But but BJ, you hit onto something about you know about the players and kind of what it what is it nowadays. I think there's too many teams. And I can I can prove that by that stat that I sent you. Because there, there are teams that literally have zero chance of making the playoffs. The talent spread then. Yeah. I mean, and we, we've seen we saw it in the, in the NBA um, back in the mid-90s when they had the, the two expansion teams. We're seeing it on the NFL is if there's too many teams, the, the talent pool is only so big. 
big. And if you have way too many teams to spread it out, you don't have, you know, the, these massive, I don't want to say super teams, you don't have good teams. And you have teams it's that like are just <laughs> gone awful. You mean you like, teams the like the Magic. Let's say like the NBA, they start to crowd all these people into four teams and like, oh, the rest of the league suck. I have no idea why. Yeah. All your superstars are on four teams. Hey, but you know what? The Magic have an all-star this year. Who they pay? Vooch. Vooch is an all-star this year. Ooh. Is it is it like a mandatory got to have one from every team thing? Like no, that's ball? baseball. They don't do that in the NBA. So how, okay, well, if y'all say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, b- baseball is the the the. I'm not the, watching. The I'm not watching them. I'd rather watch Brooklyn Nets. I'm not watching them. I'm not. I don't not put any money into them. I firmly believe that they're just juicing the fan base. I don't think they have any interest in really winning a basketball game at all. I think the players want to win. It just I think the devotion yeah. is just like yeah. But once okay. you get into that system where everybody over you is nonchalant, like how can you keep going hard? That's even cool. the even even the guy even <laughs> the guy with the toughest will in the, is going to get worn down by not having the support of the people who are supposed to support him. And I, support I think him with- I think that's the problem with Gordon. I think he's just, he's lost the will to win. Like, why am I going to keep trying to get better and sacrifice my winters and my summers and stuff to keep being mediocre through no fault of my own? Like, because yes, I, I think the players like Fournier, like Vooch, yeah. you know, and I, I think they all want to win, yeah. but just like, I want to have <laughs> hair. Sometimes it's just not in the cards for you to do that. <laughs> It's tough for me to watch because I get emotionally invested in my teams. It's like, yeah, I want these guys to do good. And then um, to want to sit out here and watch these guys struggle constantly because they're not properly equipped. It's just like, man, I don't know. Yeah. If I were and a you, coach or a player, they would not be on my radar. Yeah. And and that goes back to the Tom Brady conversation is you have to have a good culture to bring in free agents so that you can get better. The reason why Tom Brady went to Tampa, because he felt good in that franchise. That's why he didn't go to Jacksonville, because God knows he wants to get the hell away from that. And it's why I am absolutely <laughs> blown away, completely shocked that Deshaun Watson actually wants to go to New York. New York? Either team. Or, or Miami. Like, Miami's okay. That's his best shot. But the asking price, the Texans are attempting to cripple the team that gets it. And I don't blame them. No, but if it's going to be it's gonna be like a five-year thing. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, to... blame, I don't blame Houston for, for doing it. Because there's going to be a team that bites on it, that gets Watson, and it's going to waste his career. Yeah. Here's the deal. You don't have a running back that's unhappy. You don't have a wide receiver that's unhappy. You have a quarterback that's unhappy. Oh, yeah. This is the guy that is my outlet to the team through the owner and through the coaches. Like, this is my guy. Um, If he's going to be pissed off all year, I'd rather not have him around. I'd rather give him what he wants and get the best situation for me from that and let him move on. But if you're just going to drag this out and force him to play, you're going to get. Oh, he he's not going to suit up again for Houston. I I fully am aware that he's not going to suit up again for Houston. What Houston is doing is basically saying, "Here's what we want. Y'all can figure out who can who can provide it. You know, and and they will take the best offer. Yes, they're going to gut whomever they trade with because there's a sucker born every minute. And Houston's going to get it's, it's going to be the great train robbery mm-hmm. part two. You know, they're they're going to get draft picks. They're going to get defensive players, and they know like yeah, that's not fair because. The Vikings got absolutely dick in that situation. <laughs> so that's that's not fair to say that. I'm sorry. That was that was one of the greatest psychological mind fucks that have ever happened in professional sports. But I mean, it, it, if Watson goes to the Jets, the Jets will give up the draft picks and the defensive players. And yeah, Watson might have a you know decent statistical crew in New York. He's not going to win. You know, he he'll have a better chance of winning <laughs> in Miami, but not much of a better chance because again, they're going to have to gut the team. Forgive me for not knowing. Is Adam Gay still with the Jets? No, Who's they hired um, Salah, oh, I believe. Oh well, never 
don't know. Give him a shot. See what happens. But I think Adam, I, I think Gates got picked up as a coordinator or something for another team, if I'm not mistaken. I I wanna, should we take bets right now whether he'll be a head coach again before be enemy? I wouldn't doubt it. No, I'm not putting money on that because I know he will be. And 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 there's a reason why. I, I was I, you said there's a sucker born every minute. I was hoping one was sitting here. That's all. No, no. And also, but yeah, too, go ahead, Dorian. No, I know. I was saying that. Um, also, too, there. If you look at the coaches, the African American coaches that they didn't consider for head coaching jobs, a lot of them are still with their respective teams. Which that's why a lot of people are picking Tampa to go back again. Not only because of Brady, but they're like, hey, all your coaches are still there. You're still gonna have Todd Bowles. Still gonna have Byron Leftwich. So it's like everything is still intact. Usually it's harder because usually a team that wins a Super Bowl, their offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinators usually go to other teams, but everyone still is in place. Same with Kansas City. So that's why a lot of individuals say, hey, Kansas City is still going to be a dynamic offense because they still have the people there. I just find it fascinating. Like these guys showed you their ability to what they can do and you guys still going to go after crazy we talked, we talked about this a few a few shows ago. I told you that was part of Bruce Arians' strategy. If I put people of color in these positions, I keep around for a while. <laughs> You did say that. No, I'm telling you. It's sad. I mean, it's sad, but like, that's a strategy. You know what's sad is that's a strategy that like would work. Yeah. That's a that's a workable situation. And it's terrible that it's like that. Exactly. Well, you know, and if the system sucks, okay, take advantage of the system. Exactly. Fine. I'll take all these, the coordinators that aren't white. I'll throw them on my team and we'll just wreck you for a few years. You guys ever see the movie Glory Road? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously yeah. it was based on a true story, but that, that's what they did. Uh, it was the, the team that became UTEP was it like Southwest Texas or something? something like yeah, that. yeah. Southwest and so, Texas, yeah. hey, you guys don't want black players because you're ignorant and, and bigoted. Fine, we'll take them. We'll be and we'll be better. We'll take if if you don't want them part of your system, they'll be part of ours. And look, we'll beat you. You know, and it's not about skin color. It's not about anything other than who's the best talent. And the the enemy has shown he's the best talent. Left which has shown that he's got great talent again with with left which he does have the the easy out for uh, general manager hey can you do it without brady and i you know it's a valid criticism yeah i feel bad for left because that's going to be tough to overcome well and, and here's the thing so with with left as long as brady's there he's going to get the can you do it without brady brady's going to eventually retire here very very shortly if if that offense is still consistent it doesn't have to even have to win the super bowl but if it's still consistently good when brady is gone i think the next year left left which we get a head coaching job oh, hope so man but it doesn't look like it and then the whole thing about the rooney rule and the fall of the lions it's like why do you even have these organizational groups or whatever when they can't do shit. Like, yeah. it's like all they do, all they do is bring in like an outside linebackers coach that's black. Interview yeah. him, interview him to qualify, and then they hire whoever they're going to hire anyways. Well, and, and I asked this question a few weeks ago. Okay, if you get rid of the Rooney Rule, because as we've established, it, it doesn't work. How do you fix the problem? Because clearly there's a problem. There's a there is a hiring problem in the NFL when it with regards to hiring certain people over certain people who are just as qualified, if not more qualified. How do you fix like, this problem? It's going to take somebody like Bruce Arians rubbing it in their face for a few years. Mm. Seriously. No, these people don't learn until things. their wallet's affected. So it's going to take true. somebody like Bruce Arians being like, we're 40 and 6 over the past few years here. <laughs> Three Super Bowls. Yeah. No, but like see, and, and, and see, here, here's the problem, okay? So if, if that happens, let's say Brady plays another two years and they win the next two Super Bowls. Okay, Brady gets nine. Who's going to get the credit? It's not going to be Leftwich. It's not going to be Bowles. It's going to be Arians and it's going to be Brady. That's just the way it is. I don't think Arians is going to let it happen like that. He's not that he has not been that kind of guy to me he gives he makes sure the credits place where it needs to be oh yeah and, and you, you can go the team yeah. the team the team all you want but 
how the media portrays it is how it's going to come across. Yeah. You know, yes, and, but if they're interviewing Bruce Arians and he's saying no, you know, um, be, or whoever was in charge of that, uh, Leftwich was in charge of that offense all year. Like he had he had a free reign over there, and so and so was in charge of the defense all year. He had free reign. As long as he's saying those things, he's doing his part. What do you really think that people like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and whoever the hell is on ESPN now? You know, those guys are actors, man. Uh, are, that's but actors. that's my point is they people actors. still listen to these dumbasses. They're actors. Well, I'll say this. I think I think the likes of Shannon Shannon Sharps because he played in the NFL. He'll say, "Hey, well, you know, the Todd Bowles and the Byron Olympics of the world. Those are the one X Y Z." Skip Bayless is going to say, "No, it's all Brady. Brady all the time. Brady all day." And then people, because again, although it's the Skip and Shannon show, it's undisputed, but Skip is Shannon's boss. So whatever Skip said is pretty much going to be the last line of defense. So, but you, you have a Can point. you imagine working for Skip Bayless? If oh, he God. is the way he seems, if he is the way he seems, because like I just said, they're actors. Right. They're well, actors. And, and that that's my thing, whether it's Skip Bayless, whether it's Stephen A. Smith, whether it's Cal Herta, whoever. You're, BJ, you're 100%. They're actors because there's no way in hell they can go through their life 24-7 like that. And that's stupid. And A, being that stupid, and B, just acting like that and not having their wives kill them. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't be that stupid and not get hit by a bus. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know what, BJ? I can. Uh, I would love to see you and Stephen A. Smith in a debate. No, that wouldn't. would be hilarious. No, you wouldn't. Because <laughs> I just be because like, I just be looking and be like, you're just saying this shit to get people to click on your Facebook page. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, I don't give. I don't give a fuck who clicks on my page. You got problems. <laughs> Act your age. Do you understand me? I'm like, bro. Why are you? You don't need to yell at me, motherfucker. <laughs> So, 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 true story. I, I had on the Stephen A. Smith on some random show on ESPN a, a few months ago, and my daughter walked by and she went, "Isn't that the guy who always yells?" Yes, it is. I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes it, it is. is." Thank you. <laughs> you are very, you are very observant. You're an intelligent young child. Continue on your path. <laughs> <laughs> but if a nine-year-old who does not watch sports thinks right. you're the guy who always yells, you have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> a problem or a nice bank account because that girl knows about him. Who else does? Yeah. Well, yeah. both can be true. <laughs> both are usually true. Yes. Yeah. And there's the problem with society is it is not who is right. It is not who is research. It is not who is fact checked. It's who can scream the loudest and talk over people more. Yeah, true. That's bullshit because I wouldn't be sitting here with y'all right now if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are somewhat civilized. BJ. I don't, I can't do that stuff. In his old once age. Get, no, yeah. but once we, <laughs> but once we get to the yelling, though it's like it's a it's just a pissing contest now there's no ideas or intelligence going to be exchanged from this point on it's like it's only going to uh, devolve into like a fight or something yeah, ha- yeah has anyone ever changed someone's mind by yelling at them has anyone ever changed anyone's um, mind by insulting them other than a parent relationship no i right. don't think so i've had my mind changed by being yelled at before and i know dorian has too probably oh yeah and i know mr capson has also. oh yes <laughs> so yes other other than the other than the parent child relationship i don't that doesn't even work with me and bosses. Sorry. No. Yeah. He ain't going to yell at me. Now, if I did something wrong, different story. Well, okay. That, that's different, different though. Okay. Like, so if, if yeah, if it, like my boss, I'll give him credit. He doesn't come to me with bullshit. He only comes to me with like, you did this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like, did you, or I'm not sure if you did, or I heard. 
It's like you, you did this. I'm like, <laughs> well, I did. The, there was yeah. a difference between corrective action. Hey, BJ, you know, you're a dumbass. You did this. Yeah. Other than yeah. just yelling and screaming at somebody to change their mind. No, he doesn't start the yelling and screaming until you try to justify your stupid behavior. Yeah. When well. you start the rationalization, it's like, oh no, but no, don't do that shit. Don't do that no but shit. No. No. The only the only but is yours and is in trouble. So just stop no, talking. I, yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. I did it. That's why I tell. That's why I tell him. I was like, I do the same shit when he's here that I do when he's not here. So just understand that I'm not. I'm no different when he's here or not here. You know what that helps? You aren't going to hear any stories about me because it's the same shit whether he's here or not. <laughs> Speaking of, well, change topics here to the NBA. Um, do you guys think that the net, how they are constructed without KD, he's being hurt? Do you think that they can pretty much win out the rest of their games until the All Star break in the regular no. season? Well, to the, the, the All Star game, any, yeah, I don't see any reason why they couldn't, and I don't see any reason why they wouldn't have one of the best records. The NBA regular season is much different than it used to be. Yeah, because it's pointless Every, now. Everybody's just biding their time. We all know who's going to the playoffs. They're just kind of like wading through the water till they get there. That's all that is. Yeah. Um, Because I was, because I know that one of the issues that the Nets are having right now is they need another big body. And I don't know if you saw this, but the Rockets just waved uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Man, so, that's a weird combination of injury and problem. Yeah, that is true. I, I just—he's super yeah, talented, yeah. super talented. He's got guard skills and a big man body. I don't know if I want him messing with my chemistry. Yeah, I it, he could be different. I don't know, but I know before he was getting nicked up and injured there that he demanded the ball to a certain degree, certain amount of sure. touches. Yeah. And so if, he, if he gets healthy, is he going to snap back into that? Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. So, um, so do you think that it will be like beneficial for the Nets to go after like Andre Drummond? Um, because I think the um, I think yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see him on a team. Yeah, I've yeah. never I seen Andre Lakers Drummond won. on a team. Yeah, sure. Lakers, but what do they have to yeah. what do they have to give up to get him? Yeah, that's true. Um, because they thought that I think I think where the Lakers where they messed up was they were like, oh well, we won we won a championship, so we can let Dwight go, we can let Javale McGee go, and all the big guys go. And now like they're getting pounded inside because they have Montrez Harrell, but he's like six seven. Yeah, he's he's punching over his weight every night, dude. And, Unless he's playing the Rockets, right? And 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 like you got Joker and you got other. Big man, um, the guy out of Utah, go bear, like, yeah, go bear, and they're like murdering him in the, in the post, like murdering I, him. No, I think Drummond should actually would be great for the Lakers. I'm just not sure what they're gonna have to give up for him. And has he been ruined? Did Detroit and Cleveland ruin him? Yes, but we've seen it before with other players. If they go to another team and catch that spark, yeah. you know, they might be some shadow of themselves. I saw an interesting uh, article this week that said, um, I think Blake Griffin has had a dunk in quite some time. And they were talking oh, wow. about like what happened to him athletically. And there was a combination of factors. They were saying maybe he's like, like I say, broken from the team, uh, developed a three-point shot that's not effective anymore, and uh, just a combination of nicks and bruises and getting older. Yeah. But um, I wonder if that's going to happen to Drummond. Well, and, and BJ, you, you, you touched on something. So I'm trying to – I'm racking my brain trying to think of, of a guy who has been on a losing team, not just mediocre, but losing team, and was traded and had a career renaissance. I mean, the, the mm. closest I can even come up with was Boogie Cousins, and he had that one good game in the finals two years ago yeah, i don't know i mean what once you're broken mentally and you're beaten down year after year after year of losing culture it's a lions fan yeah yeah and a michigan fan he's, trust me i'm beaten down he's by qualified. yeah he's qualified <laughs> to speak on the subject 
So, but once you once you're beaten down for so long, you can't really recapture that joy and that skill. And Drummond, Drummond, he doesn't fit today's league anyways. You ever had that feeling though, like when you're playing in the Y Dorian or anywhere you've ever played, and you're on a shitty team, and then you and then you get off, and then you get you get back on with a decent team. There's a different feeling in your chest, man. Like, oh, I, I completely I, agree. I got, I got help. Yeah. I don't have to do this shit by myself. I don't have to guard the best player. I'm not going to be breathing hard three points in. Hopefully, that can come out of Boogie. Drummond, not Boogie. Boogie, Drum- I think, is done. Oh, yeah. yeah. But see, here, here's Boogie the difference. Okay, but so you you go to the wine. You- has Drummond had major injuries? Has, has Drummond had major injury? injury? Not oh, that I'm aware, yeah, I'm aware of. I don't remember hearing of anything serious of him. That's right. one of the things he has going for him is no major surgeries. I'm just – I'm hopeful for him. This is a guy who's supposed to be one of the next great big men in the NBA and just kind of never materialized. But yeah. see, the, the thing with Drummond is he never really could shoot. And in today's league, you need to be able to shoot. Not so much three-pointers. because DeAndre it, Jordan can't shoot shit, and he makes a way. But he's a exceptional rebounder. Uh, so Jordan. is Andre Drummond. Right, right. I'm, yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. But so, even if he could figure out a DeAndre Jordan mold, just rebound, block shots, be active, you know, be huge. Right. I actually think that Drummond is better than Jordan. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Nets are looking to, when they when the Cavs buy Drummond out, they're going to be in the sweepstakes to try to get him. Um, and I think the Miami Heat, too, I was reading. Miami Heat wants to get him, too. But, but yeah, it's a, yeah with, with, with Boogie, it's just but unfortunate for him to work because he, obviously he would ever be the same. There's a lot of sensitive people in, in New Jersey right now, Brooklyn right now, and I just don't know if – I just don't know if that's what they need is Boogie Cousins. Right. I agree. I mean, you got a whole mix. You got a guy that has a burner Twitter account because he doesn't like people talking about him. You got another guy who – you got another guy who, although is doing great things for the community right now, he's a little off. That's just all there is to it. And you got James Harden who's in the middle of shopping for a new strip club. So he's probably not very – he's not all there either. Well, I, I go back to what Mark Cuban said at the start of this season. It's like this season is going to be a, tri- a trial of attrition and how how mature you can be throughout throughout the season. And if if – the entire season is a judgment of maturity. Brooklyn's done because say, the if, if there's anything they have, it's not maturity. The Lakers have much more of that than yes. Right. I think I think the most mature person on the Nets has to be uh, Jeff Green. Oh, that's that's saying something, <laughs> you know. And uh, I mean, and I mean, Jeff Green's a solid player, but it's just what's what's going to be the the testament of the Nets is when the playoffs start. Yes. And when it comes to when, when you're having that close game against a Boston or a close game against Miami, you got to get that key bucket. Who's going to be the person who's going to sacrifice? KD. Hey, you know what? Let's give the KD and see where it goes from there. Well, no, KD's going to have what? the shot. He, he's not going to be on the sacrifice. Yeah. KD's got the track record. I'm but sorry. is Kyrie and or Harden going to give up the ball to let KD do it? Right. They right. will if they want to get out the other side of that locker room. Right. I think Harden will. I think Harden will give the ball up to KD. I don't think Harden will give the ball up to Kyrie. There's no. there's so many reasons to give it to him other than right. his cold-bloodedness, his shooting ability. He's seven foot with that shooting ability. There's very few people that can co- contest that shot. Like yeah. I just don't under I don't know. I I give it to the guy who's going to win the game. But. Yeah, but it, it, here's the thing, though. So, I mean, Dorian, you got a good point. So, let, let's say, hypothetically, Brooklyn's going against Boston in, in a seven-game series. Is Kyrie going to be mentally tough enough to go against Marcus Smart for seven games? Not that Marcus Smart can, can hold him down, but Marcus Smart's going to get into his head. I actually think that Marcus, Marcus Smart's no Dennis Rodman. Yeah. 
But I think they're going to put Marcus Smart on Harden, my first opinion, because Harden can break the defense down and get to whoever. They with, with Kyrie, I think that if Kyrie can get out of his own way, I think that Nets would be fine. But like you said before, that's Kyrie's going to have if. a That's a big if. if. That's a huge right. fucking if. Right, exactly. You're, you're asking somebody who thinks the earth is flat to try to figure out how to, how to make sense and, of things. And you're asking somebody who's that. obviously them to not be them. Right, it, exactly. But that's where coaching comes in. Uh, does, no, 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 this no, is, no, no. Out, This is what I'm saying. No, okay. Does Steve, this is why people question the hiring for Steve Nash for the Nets because who's going to be the coach that's going to keep Kyrie in line? Who's going to be that coach? Is Steve Nash that coach to keep him in line? Even though Look, they have the assistant coach, um, the older guy, I can't think of his name. You can't um, fuck with crazy. It doesn't matter what degree you got. It doesn't matter what you are. You can't fuck with crazy. Phil Jackson did it. He Phil Jackson's line. Phil Jackson's a unicorn. Right, but there, there, there has to be a coach right now. Well, okay, outside of Greg Popovich, I don't know who else could keep Kyrie in line and say, "Hey, this is your job. This is what we need you to do to win." I need. And your, it's so, it's you so just crazy. proved my point. It's so crazy. We're talking like about a grown man, like he's in middle school. <laughs> But it is sad. Dorian just proved my point as to why the Nets are not going to win the title. Okay. This, you, you too much said, energy expended on this. Yeah. Because too much energy. You, you just said the we, only one. We've coach. talked too much about it. We've yeah. talked too much about it. We haven't covered enough about the Nets that we should be talking about. We're yeah. talking about people's personalities. That's yeah. a problem in itself. It's happening yeah. to some degree in that locker room. Yeah. It's being dealt with somehow. Energy is being taken away from scouting new players, looking for additions this year through trades and free agency, coaching on the court because conversations like this has to happen. What's and, wrong, Kyrie? What's and wrong? again, in a seven-game series against a Milwaukee or a Boston or a Miami where they shit goes wrong, Let, let's say the Nets go down 2-1, hey, okay? Miami's about that business. If you fuck up with Miami, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if they just if they, if they lose game three and they're down 2-1 against Miami, okay, how is that conversation in that locker room going to go? Um, The Spider-Man where they're both pointing at each other? Yeah. The Spider-Man <laughs> meme where they're all pointing at each other? That's what it's going to be. You did this. No, you did this. You did this, and they're all the same person. Yeah, I, I know. I know. We talked about Brady, and you know, and his ability to calm a team down when shit went wrong. the uh, The opposite can be true as well. Is if you inflame a situation when things are going bad, then you're just gonna you're going going to implode. Yes, athletically, KD could probably drag them to the conference finals because he's just that good. Mm-hmm. But when shit goes wrong, how is it how are they going to fix it? And yeah. there there's too many knuckleheads in the stew to to you know to be able to taste the onions and the and the beef in there. It's just let's, not gonna work. Let's throw Demarcus Cousins in there. Yeah, that's just that's just to throw another knucklehead into the stew. <laughs> now I we think, got I a, think... we got a crazy one, a sensitive one, a drunken party in one, and a guy you better not say the wrong fucking thing to. I think that if the Nets were down 2-1 in a series. I think that Kyrie will be the odd man out. I, I, I can see James Harden and Katie kind of going to the side and be like, look, we got to will us to a championship. We don't know what this motherfucker doing. So, you know, I, th- I think that Kyrie be the odd man out because... And I can hear Kyrie right now. I, I hit the shot. I hit the shot. <laughs> exactly. I brought you guys here. Hey, no, I, no. I brought that up a couple of weeks ago. If, if Kyrie doesn't hit that shot against Golden State, it, it's his career completely different. Is the NBA yeah, different? Right. That's a good question. Um, Yeah. He, I think that he, if he didn't hit that shot, he would still be with, uh, attached to LeBron's hip, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what your guy you're paying attention to, but he seems like he's pretty ignorant to anything going on around him. So I'm pretty sure that he would think he's hot shit until <laughs> still trying to get taken out of there. 
<laughs> Probably. But but I'm the of, man, but you missed the shot. Doesn't uh, matter. I still took a shot. Still but, took the shot. Speaking of LeBron, you know, I, th- there's been some conversation the past couple of days about is is LeBron playing too much? Because well, frankly, he has to because that's what happens when you sign a bunch of people. That's Michael. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I I think this year, th- this this year specific, I think he is playing too much and not. Just number of games. You know, I think you should play in every game. You're but not I think, an eighty. You're not an eighties baby anymore. Give me your fucking card. No, just, <laughs> just, just yeah, hear me out again. This year is, is different. So because LeBron was coming off the the playoff bubble here in Orlando, no off season, and then playing straight through, I th- I I think this year is different in the number of minutes that he's playing. It's an and, Olympic year. Yeah, it's an it's, Olympic year. And so I I, th- I I think it's going to hurt them come the playoffs. It, you know, if anybody can power through it's lebron I just i don't see him lasting all the way through the playoffs i see unfortunately i see something blowing whether it's an achilles and acl something god damn god <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm like i predict his career will end <laughs> holy shit i, I mean i see oh. ak's coming from but like when you playing that you could say his back might be sore level. you could say he could have a sore ankle you don't say his fucking knee and <laughs> leg are become non-functional you don't say his foot's gonna be hanging there like holy crap adam Jeez. yeah i, I mean, predict I mean, as they keep playing him at this rate he will fucking die exactly <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen but i do see your holy point with you because like because he's no. been at a high level since the you know again Look, no offseason. we don't need to jinx people we don't need to jinx people we hey i'm not doing door he's gonna be awful sore He's yeah, well, no, if that was the truth, he turned into Superman and went five in a row. Because you know? yeah. Dora, if, if there's one thing, though. if there's one thing that we do know, Doradamas doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. You just bet against his picks, and you should be all right. Maybe they'll send all your kids to school after one football season. <laughs> Doradamas predicts that the Dallas Cowboys going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> what a piece of shit! What a fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Talk about my Jaguars. Boom. There it is. Mm. Mm. Go, back and, go back in time and escort somebody to the women's clinic. <laughs> you fucking with me. <laughs> oh, 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 he got me crying, man. And I probably just got us kicked off some platform. <laughs> That's it right there. Well, oh, you're, you broke Dorian, so. Uh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Say some shit like that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh all right. I'm good, guys. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I you know I love saying shit this because I know he has the filter. Maybe I need to stop. <laughs> yeah, he's kicked off all these platforms. Oh man. Oh, oh they're gonna they're gonna start charging me on platforms, <laughs> but you're gonna start paying your own fines, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh. I'll be like, hey, BJ, kind of going to rile you up a little bit. So I got to find the word, but just go with it. <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble. Oh, no, yeah. you're going to get yourself in trouble. It's all about yeah. personal nope. accountability. Nope, absolutely <laughs> not. Not anymore. <laughs> Haven't you been paying attention? This I, is Dorian's I, fault. <laughs> <laughs> I take no responsibility at all. No oh. responsibility at all. Didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I the only thing I take responsibility for are the successes of my predecessors. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and that that is chapter one on how to be a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah.
So, but oh. yeah. So, anyways, yes, I I think the number of minutes that LeBron is doing with no break from last season till this season, I think it's going to catch up to him. Unfortunately, I think it's going to catch up to him at the wrong time. He's built like a dump truck. I don't think he has a problem. I mean, he he's pours a million dollars to his body in human. years old. He's not human. This man is six I mean, two seventy four, and he might he might jump a quarter inch less than he did five six years ago. Yeah, I mean, if anybody can power through, it's him. I just I'm worried that he's doing too much, especially with AD being out. Worried that he's going to die. I think that's what you said earlier. <laughs> his Achilles is going to rupture and is going to pull his aortic. <laughs> He's just going to die. <laughs> God. That, I was so uncomfortable. As soon as you said that, I just got uncomfortable. I was like, holy shit. Adam's trying to kill him. I think, but the, the big question too is how is AD going to be when he comes back? Shut up, AD? AD? No. You're talking about one of the top five basketball players in the league. He's going to be AD. And if he if he isn't right away, he will be by the time the playoffs Yeah, roll. he'll work his way into playoff shape. That, I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. going to be an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. BJ, I think you're right. I think when he comes back, I don't think he'll be as what, no, what he was. Absolutely not. But that's human nature. Playoffs, yeah, by the time the playoffs get there, he'll have his conditioning. Mm-hmm. And it's all conditioning. The skills aren't the problem. He can go out there and still shoot, rebound, block shots. It's going right. to be doing it for 48 minutes. Or whatever it's gonna be the 30 so, so they watch his minutes instead of lebron's though because he no. had he had almost nope. an achilles injury no i need if anything i would hold him out and then let him work back into shape more than try to work him back into shape too soon if i wouldn't bring him yeah. back too soon if if they almost had an achilles injury i'll let him sit till he's 100 comfortable again I'll, they don't I'll need him. him right now because the right. nba regular season doesn't mean anything I mean, a fucking thing it's ridiculous it's turning into baseball it's like the last 30 games matter but i mean the the utah jazz are probably going to be the, the top seed in the in the west so it what does it matter if if ad comes back next week or in four weeks doesn't matter they're still going to make the playoffs they're still going to be a high seed so what we'll blow the jazz out on the jazz home floor. Also, yeah the lakers is probably the only team in the west where they can take a six seed and still win the nba championship even yeah. seed. it doesn't matter yeah. what seed they are they're only team one of the only teams in the league they can do that unless they're all i mean that's not fair anybody in the east can take a six seed and go but let me let me ask a really stupid question though okay so seeding has always been important for home court advantage does that matter this year does home court advantage actually mean anything the vibe is the home court advantage i don't know the vibe but also the travel plans kind of suck making the other team bounce across the country can sometimes kind of suck but you're you're bouncing with them so let's say you're milwaukee and boston so whether you're playing game one and game two in milwaukee or playing game one and game two in boston Uh, if there's no crowd what does it matter the nba did announce that during the playoffs they they may have like a couple of thousand fans. I think they're um, missing an opportunity. I'm like- oh, sorry. I'm just saying, I think they're missing an opportunity to do it like the NCAA tournament and have a couple of bubble sites yeah. and then one main bubble site for the last, the um, Eastern Conference Championship, Western Conference Championship and finals. I just thought it'd be cool to do it. Yeah, way. I like I like that idea. Yep. Yeah. And I know like for the women's tournament, it's all one big bubble. Yeah. Oh, 64 teams cool. are in a bubble. Imagine if you could yeah. go to that and get that ticket. Oh, that'd be nice. Like yeah. it would it'd probably be a super expensive ticket, but it'd be like five days of like awesome basketball. Exactly. And, and I, I will say that's what I always liked about the tournament, which is actually coming up in a couple of weeks. It surprised the hell out of me is that come Thursday at noon, you can tune on and tune in and there's 
good basketball mm-hmm. all day for yep. the next four days. All day. I watch it on my phone. I mean, it, it used to be a thing. I don't do it anymore just because I don't necessarily need to. But it used to be a thing that I would take off the Thursday and Friday of March Madness mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, I'm, I'm doing ba- basketball. And I would stay home and I would watch the games. Oh, like, those man. would be my vacation days. And I would just... It, it's around my birthday, so I always got other excuses. Like, the, <laughs> I, the Big East tournament used to be my birthday present. It usually started on March 9th or 8th or 9th every year. Nice. Yeah, that was always one of my favorite things to do. Now it doesn't exist anymore, so fuck me, right? But, but I mean, the idea, especially now, where it, it used to be when we were growing up, you always kind of got the one game and you get the scores for the other teams. Now you can get whatever game you wanted, and I think the, yeah. the, the deal that Turner signed, I think, is great for the fans. Because, hey, look, you know, Louisville's blowing out Weber State by 40 points. Okay, let me go over to a, a three versus, you know, a 14 seed. Oh, look, the game's good. While we're talking about getting these games, y'all don't pay for sports, do you? No. Okay, just make sure. Not just me. No. <laughs> I, haven't paid, I haven't paid for a UCF fight in well, five years. UFC fight? Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, and ironically, I don't even get the Magic games with the, the service I get. My, my service has decided that the Magic games they, oh. they don't belong so we're talking about streaming games on the internet through websites you don't pay for oh no 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 i, I get a, a streaming service for my cable and oh, they, yeah. they your cable doesn't have doesn't have all the games it, it has all of them except for the magic games fox sports florida has, has decided to so you get to watch all so you have the sunday ticket you can watch the lions every sunday a i wouldn't want to but b no okay. i don't no but i, and, I have and websites it, to send you oh no okay hey sit them here too <laughs> i will no i'm, I'm dead set yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm just not going to put them out to our ten listeners because I don't want people picking up on this shit and getting spoiled before. It... Oh, fair enough. Absolutely. So, but, but yeah, um, but you can watch you can watch everything from Irish dart tournaments to UFC fights. It's great. Yeah, well, BJ is going to be one one of the suckers that pays for the the Logan Paul versus um, Mayweather fight. Uh, stream that <laughs> stream that illegally too. <laughs> I want you to know the last fight where Dana White said, "Ha ha, have fun streaming this." I did, uh, but I I saw a thing I saw a thing on that fight, and they were saying yeah, it's probably going to go the distance. Um, as much as I want to see Logan Paul just get his ass handed to him, it's going to go the distance because it just makes sense for <laughs> for all of them. I mean, it, it keeps Mayweather relevant even though he's retired, and it it gets uh, Paul to be somewhat relevant in boxing so yeah. it, it's all going to be rigged and then That's floyd, just... will, floyd will promote him and get paid off of that too well and, and that was part of it is I, I i've heard a rumor that floyd is actually paul's agent or will be his agent after the fight really wow Shit. that's a perfect time to whip his ass let him know there'll be no miscommunication <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm gonna fuck you up before you sign this contract exactly <laughs> speaking of boxing real quick in the heavyweight division. yeah there's not much to talk about so go ahead yeah, I know. So, <laughs> what's the whole situation between Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and with Anthony Joshua? Because it's like I, I thought that in in the in the contract that Tyson Fury owed Deontay Wilder another fight, but they're finding a way a loophole to get out of it so they can have Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury uh, in 2022. Tyson Fury, so, yeah, best heavyweight out of the three of them. It, it's called the loophole is called buyout. And I will make more with this other fight than the buyout. They don't want to fight Fury. They say they do, but they don't. He's a yeah. better boxer than both of them. Right. But Deontay wants to because he was like, I went to the fight. Deontay got his ass handed to him. So he was like, hey, just for my dignity, I got to fight this dude again. Let me ask Tyson's you something. Like, I've already beat you. Yeah. Why the hell is Tyson Fury's glove so floppy? I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I've right. never seen that before in all my years of watching boxing. Right. And the thing about it is they broke that down 
And even because we were noticing that it was like bunching up when he was punching. It was like, hey, something wrong with his hands. But yeah, I... hey, it's only illegal if you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he owes him. I think Tyson Fury should just go at you. You know that even if you didn't do whatever you did to the gloves, that you're a better boxer than him. Just go ahead and prove it again. You beat him once. Just prove that you do it again. So it could be like there's no questioning on. Hey, did he cheat or not? If you beat him again, then okay. How long, how long did uh, Wilder make him wait for his fight, though? So fuck you. You can wait, too. You see what I'm saying? Like, Fair enough. I'm, yeah, I, you, you tried to drag out my career. Boxing's weird, man. I got yeah. months. I got a certain amount of months that I'm going to be functioning. And yeah. when you do stuff like this, like the Pacquiao Mayweather thing, which is a disgrace to all sports all, all, all over the world, that would have never happened with any of the guys growing up. Uh, those guys fought who was next in line. They did trilogies to make sure we got it right. Well, I, I remember growing up. I think it was was at Holyfield and Lewis. They had three fights in what four years or something like that. Yeah, three good fights, three brutal yeah. fights. Well, and that three was saying. I mean, they they signed the contract. Hey, we're we're gonna do you know two or three fights depending on who wins the second fight. You know, and it was we're going to do this back to back to back because that the hype and the skill. And you're you're right about the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. That fight was at least five years no, too that's old, minimum. if not ten. That's minimum. You wait till Manny gets to a certain age where he's obviously not the same level he was. Dude was worried about politics. I wasn't worried about boxing. Right. Yeah. Now you want to exactly. fight. And then a lot of people said that Floyd Mayweather fought uh, Canelo Alvarez too early. He fought him early in his career. He didn't fight him as he was getting to his prime. You know. <clears throat> well, well, those guys. Floyd's been those, smart. Those yeah. two do not look like they belong in the same ring together. Canelo Alvarez looks like he's way outside of Floyd's weight division. He's right. Like, it's crazy. And the thing with Floyd is much of a jackass as he is. And Floyd, if you hear this, I, I'm sorry. Um, don't don't hit me. Um, Stand by your words. <laughs> Stand by your words. He is a really really smart businessman. He knows how to market himself. He also knows that that zero at the end of his record is worth more than anything else because he's what 50, 50 and 0, 51 and 0. Mm-hmm. If he was 52 and 1, it doesn't have the same ring to it. You can disagree <laughs> all you want, but Man- manufactured record means nothing in the the pantheon of great athletes. You know what it means, though? It means $1 billion. That's what oh, it means. That's fine. That's fine. You can be a great mm-hmm. businessman, but you're not one of the greatest boxers ever. I would not put him in, in the leagues of Tyson or, or Ali or even Frazier. They, they didn't but as far as the businessman? They didn't pick through a list. Yeah. And like Mike Tyson said, like Muhammad Ali used to take his people to school and Floyd Mayweather needs security take the kids to school mm-hmm. he, Mike said he'd never be the people's champion yeah. he's not he's just a mouthy little guy who picked the easy road I mean right. not not taking away from his skill set like he does have a he does have a skill set boxing but whatever I mean, you never got to see it maxed out you never got to see what it had to be maxed out because he took the easy road well well no what was the fight? What was it? Pernell Whitaker? No, it wasn't Pernell Whitaker. Are you about to? T- are, are we about to talk about one fight out of fifty fights? Yeah, but, that still, but that's the do? only fight we have that he went the distance to where right, he was right. slugging. You're just proving my whole conversation, right? Is we're ha- we're talking about one fight out of fifty, whereas we can talk about ten of Mike Tyson's fights, fifteen of Muhammad Ali's fight. Like you can just, I don't know, it's no, no comparison to me. Right? No, 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 no. no. Congratulations on being a great businessman. He absolutely is. Congratulations on taking the smart road, probably, in a, in a sport where you get your face punched in. He absolutely took the smart road, but you are not one of the best boxers ever. And okay. I, would like to see, I would like to see what happened if he had to deal with Hagler or Hearn. I'll put you on the spot, BJ. Who is the best boxer ever? Um, Muhammad Ali. I, Muhammad I can't Ali. disagree with that. The, the, the size and then the footwork, the hand speed, and the power. I mean... The combination is outrageous. Um, Mike Tyson's my number two, but that's a personal thing. I don't think that's probably. Um, I don't know if he was a skilled boxer as much as he was really good at what he did. I, I, I think Tyson was more of a 
puncher than a boxer. Cool that though. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Absolutely Mike, cool I love though. you. Uh, but <laughs> Mike, I don't think Mike was ever a boxer. I think he was a no. puncher. Um, and that, and honestly, that's kind of but why his career deteriorated if, when it did. If we're talking strictly boxer, I'm going to say number two, Sugar Ray. Mm. Of the ones I've watched. I'm not yeah. talking about the the videos I've seen of the past. Just the, the people I've seen, the few fights I've seen. Sugar Ray's hand speed is like freakish. Yeah, well, and... And I, I still say that that box, boxing started when Liston took a dive against Ali. But I mean that that's when modern boxing started. So yeah, I mean, and anything before that to me, it just it 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 doesn't ring true to me. A, I never saw it. But B, it's just a, a different style, a, a different sport. Yeah, there was less snakes running in the background. Probably that's what it is. Uh, I I think there's more snakes now. They're just. That's what I'm saying. There, there were less snakes back in the day, yeah. probably than there are now. I mean, that's the one thing boxing attracts is scumbags. It yeah, always it has. Depends because because what one of the arguments about Rocky Marciano is that the the Italian mob used to have people throw fights for him, and a lot of people said it. A lot of old boxers said it. There, the, um, there was a uh, an Irish boxer who fought against Rocky Marciano, and he's dead. Now. I can't think of his name. But I just need. That, huh? I need to see evidence because here's the thing. If you if I was a boxer and you ran rough shot over my time period, I might not have a favorable view of you either. Well, and and to Dorian's point, and I know I kind of alluded to it earlier, is the Liston bout against Ali. There there's been rumors and strong rumors that Liston was paid to take a dive in that in that match. And mm-hmm. and if you watch the footage, granted it's grainy, you know, it's you know shot not nowhere near it like it is today. The punch that sent Liston to the to the mat did not look that powerful at all right but we're also talking about a man who knocked somebody up knocked somebody out while they were backing up too Ma- right. ali's deceptive he was six four yeah. you know he's 230 pounds and with that hand speed and power yeah. i don't know man i just i'm not putting anything past him i'd hate to say it was a dive and i might have a little sentimental in me not wanting that to be the case but yeah it's it's, it's understandable i mean regardless of what pound for pound for what i like all i've seen was clip was uh, clips of ali what i've seen like like the fights that i've seen as a kid growing up, like from Mike Tyson to Evander Holyfield to Lennox Lewis to the Klitschko brothers, like like I've seen boxing for what I've seen, you know, I can't, yeah, like I, to me, Muhammad Ali is like the untouchable because of the things that he's done. But for what I've seen, like human form, I would say like boxing, like Evander Holyfield as far as boxing, like box, the yeah. actual boxing would be the person that, that I would choose. He got, he got popped for cheating, though. Holyfield? PDs. I don't know. I, what, what, was it towards the end no, of his career? Doesn't matter. I'm saying, because I don't, I don't remember him getting I don't popped. remember. You know, and, and again, Are my memory's sure? not winning. I could be wrong. Let me look up. I yeah. don't remember Holyfield ever getting popped for PEDs. Now, granted, yeah. my memory, that was 20 years ago. So, right. but yeah, and Dorian and I, while, while BJ's doing our research work, I, I agree with you. If I'm, uh, New York Post 2007, Holyfield uses alias to buy steroids. And uh, Tyson would not fight Evander Holyfield without steroid test. It was uh, in 2007. Yeah, in 2007, it's from the New York Post. Yeah, he'd been retired then. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, the, yeah, but as far as boxers I've seen, like, right. So you're saying he decided to get out of boxing and get more performance? Is that that's the logic you're going to use? No, okay, gonna, you, you just said this assume... for yourself. It, it, if I remember that right, they were trying to have an, a rematch, and I don't think Holyfield was up for it. I don't think his body was up for it, and I think he was trying to get back. Now, again, this this could be biased because I liked Holyfield growing up. But... I, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I test what I've actually seen, like, the bo- like boxing matches I've seen. Of an actual boxer. Right. Like, again, boxer. Right. Mike, 
Mike was the the hardest hitting person I've ever seen on the face of the earth. I and when he would walk into a ring, he could he would literally intimidate people and they would just fall just looking at him. Holyfield was a better boxer, better some technique. His, some of his punches sound like when people kick a heavy bag. You know what I mean? Like it's there's a different thud. Like you can hit a heavy bag with your hands and it makes a noise, but then when you kick it with your shin, it makes that pop. That's yeah. what Mike's fists sound like. And this Mike Tyson was a like a myth. He was like a living myth. It was just like a weird thing to be a part of a small, you know, just by watching it, obviously. But like to um, like he'd walk into talk shows and the audience would shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, like you just, you just change. He changed the mood in a room. He does. And thing is, he's like 5'11". So you, he, he dominated that, heavyweight. He was 5'11", like I think 215, 5'11", 215. If he told you he was six two, I bet you'd go along with it. Yeah, I'm gonna tell yes, sir. I'm he six could five. tell me the, the he could tell me the sky was purple. Yes, I would agree to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm six five. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but the thing is, he's a uh, like nice guy. You know, um, um, I met him when I was in Vegas last year. I later in his life. Yeah, later. Yeah, it was like yeah, um, nice guy, humble, like you know, taking pictures with everyone, kids and everything. So, you know, so it was good to see him in that light. So true, true story. I was talking about Mike Tyson with my wife a few months ago, and I said, hey, you know, he was married to Robin givens right and she was like what and i was like yeah robin givens from the you know the, the tv actress because she was on some like cooking show that my wife was watching and she was like no he wasn't yeah. and i was like yeah and yeah. honestly that's what ruined his career and she was like yeah what yeah devil devil yeah well, what, brad pitt almost got that, right almost got brad pitt killed yeah almost got brad pitt killed <laughs> you imagine going over to your ex-wife's house or going over to some woman's house and uh you start sleeping with her and you find out that's mike tyson's ex-wife like yeah. recent recent pillow still warm ex-wife i'm out that shit makes me want that shit makes me want to carry a parachute for every occasion <laughs> jump off this fucking building <laughs> Exactly. So you can act big and tough. Oh, I do this. I yeah, whatever. Yeah. You heard what Mike said. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And that's one hundred percent true. One hundred percent true. <laughs> oh, I do this and I do that. Exactly. And, and yeah, you you'll do this, you'll do that, and you end up like the wide receiver at Oklahoma. <laughs> that shit was too funny. How Damn. how are you gonna go from talking shit to needing reconstructive surgery? Yeah. Real yeah. quick. That's how you do it. Real quick. <laughs> and that dude was smiling the whole time. That dude was ready. He was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. go ahead. And you know, if you notice, the wide receiver didn't push him. The wide receiver's friend pushed him. The wide receiver's friend got his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there the were two receiver, fights in that video. Yes. Yeah. The wide receiver's friend got the wide receiver's ass kicked yeah. because you'll see the blue jacket come in and push him. And you're like, oh, no, that's not the wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, if you look, the guy reached up and tapped him on his left cheek with his left hand or his right cheek with his left hand. And then punched him in the face. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, look over here. Well, because he, the, the dude even made a statement. It's like, we've been doing MMA since we were 12. And then he grinds him into the pissy floor. <laughs> like, I don't know. If you go back there, there's puddles on that floor. Yeah. And every man that's ever been in any group bathroom knows that puddles on the floor are avoidable situations. You just Absolutely. stay in the whole fucking puddle. That's piss. Until, further, until somebody comes in here and does a test on that shit, it's piss. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 I think that's what what really has really cost him, you know, his eye. And I think from what I've heard, he's he's gonna have eyesight, which is fine. But yeah, it's you got crap beat be out of your eyes. It's all bloody and cut and and open, and you're rubbing piss into it. Grind some piss in it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, and had, he probably probably was going to have a career in the NFL, probably sixth seventh round draft pick, and was that close to losing all because he wanted to be a dumbass. 
Now he's gonna look like sloth from the goon <laughs> fucking eye hanging down halfway his face. You're so fucked up, man. Fucking <laughs> he, I don't know the whole story, but that guy did a lot of shoving and shit talk. Like, I mean, how you can't you can't walk around like you're hot shit anymore, man. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, back in the day when we fought, if there was a fight in high school or something, it was two guys that might know how to throw hands, but that was it. You got guys that'll tear your leg off and beat you with it now. Right. Twist you up, break your arm, separate your shoulder, slam right. your head into the ground, and like probably get away with it. Dude, there are MMA gyms in pretty much every city right. in yeah. this country. And there's a lot of angry white kids out here. <laughs> Believe you me. I yeah. probably didn't need to put a color on that, but it's fucking true. So we'll just do yeah. that. Tonight. I mean, a lot of angry kids out there. A lot of angry kids. So on, on that note, gentlemen, we're coming up on two hours. Um, so I think it's a good time to call it a night. Bad one, bastards. Thus we are. <laughs> yeah, well, that, 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 that's who we are. That's we'll eventually get back to the right topic. Um, no, ladies no. and gentlemen, that was... We, no, I was going to say, when we feel like it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll get back there. We'll stop over there. Eventually. So this is Sandlot Sports. Y'all have a great night. Peace out. Good week. Later. See you guys. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.